Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones, and this is episode 130 of the Photography Side Hustle podcast. So this week's episode comes courtesy of Paul Polders. Now, Paul was the first person to join the Facebook group back in June 2021. And, well, he was number four, but he was the first non-family member. Initially, there was me, Anna, and Mackenzie, so he's number one, right? He's the first one to join. Now, at that time, there were only nine episodes available, and I remember thinking when I was about to do number 10 that I was running out of things to talk about. I'd only done nine episodes, and now I'm at 1.30, and I still don't know how I've done it. Anyway, Paul was asking me in the week about photo labs that specialise in printing books, because I did an episode on it, I think, way back. I mentioned books in an episode, so I gave him some links, and he told me what he was going to do. When I was reading what he'd written, I remembered a great way to use photo books that I'd heard about to get more sales. Now, I've never done this myself, but it's a crazy one, which I'll get to later on. So anyway, we'll start with promoting yourself. Paul intends to use his photos of the Niagara region in his book. He wants to give a copy to the local library and possibly to City Hall and put it on display. Now, that is something I'd never considered, like giving a book to a library, which is, it makes a lot of sense. I think it'll be a little bit on the slow side, getting people coming to you, but if it's always there, people will look at it. So, yes, I would try putting your books in public spaces, whichever public spaces you can do. Like, it might even be a local factory, put one in the kitchen, so when people are having their lunch, they can have a look at it. You might get work from that. You don't know until you try, right? Anyway, he'll also be selling his books at the local market where he has a stall. He does a weekly stall there and shows people what he's doing. And I think this could make him quite a bit of money if he does it in time for Christmas. Now, landscape photographers, especially the big names on YouTube, sell books and calendars. But these guys have big audiences. Some that I watch regularly have 450,000 subscribers. So when they're putting an offer out for a book or a calendar, a yearly calendar, they only have to get a small fraction of the subscribers to buy to make an absolute bucket full of money. Now, if you don't have an audience, selling your book might be tough. So if you don't have an audience, who can you sell it to? Now, this is where you need to tailor your services to a group that would want your book. So let's take a look at who you could sell your book to. And we'll start with people in a village, a town, a city, an area, whatever. This is Paul's approach. He has photos of the Niagara region and he needs to let as many people know about the book as possible. The market that he sells at is good. I like it. I still think he needs a page on his website dedicated to the book. Now, this is called a landing page normally and web design speak. So he needs a landing page. And on that page, he needs a buy now button. Just a picture, a description, and a call to action like buy now. Get it before the price goes up, whatever you want. But he needs a button that people can click on and they can order online. And I'll talk about how he's going to get the books to the customers a little later. Now, he has a page dedicated to the book on his website. He needs to tell the local population about it. To do that, he needs to join as many Facebook groups as he can that serve the area that he's got pictures of. So ask the members of these groups which photo would look better on the cover. This is even easier with a book because they're helping you 
decide on the front cover whether or not you take their advice or not has got nothing to do with it you're just getting them to take part and understand what you're doing and that it's going to be for sale soon so ask the members which images will look better on the cover get people involved and i think doing that you will get a lot more buyers but contact the admin if it's okay to promote your book in their group don't just go do it you'll get banned and you've just cut off an avenue to lots more sales now if you really want to sell a lot of copies of your book contact the local radio station or the local newspaper now i know newspapers that don't have the pull that they used to the one that we the one that we get around here it used to be a decent sized paper with a real estate in it and all that kind of thing and we got it the other day and it was like i think it was four pages it was just an abs it's just an advertising sheet now with no news waste of time Uh, Yeah, so contact a radio station and a newspaper. Just tell them what you're doing. Ask them if you you want to interview you, you know? If you can get an interview, the news that your book is about to come out or has come out is going to hit a bigger audience and you've got more credibility. On your website, you can put the logo for the local radio station or the logo for the local newspaper. You go to all these big names and they have like CNN, NBC, whatever it is, whatever radio station tv station they've been on they put the logo as seen on and it's that help that gives you credibility and it will help you sell more books so if you don't have your own audience introduce yourself to someone else's audience just make sure you ask permission in the facebook groups like i said because you don't want to get banned especially if you sell timu stuff so that doesn't work either we've had that one in the facebook group it drives me mad anyway The next one you can sell to is sports teams and clubs. Years ago, I sold calendars to figure skating clubs and you could do exactly the same thing with books. Think of it as a yearbook, but instead of headshots, you take action shots. The club or team could make extra money selling ads to the local businesses that you can put the ads into the book. You could make the books for individual athletes if you like. A book with around 20 pages showing the best photos you captured of them during the season. I'm sure you can come up with more ideas for different sports that you're covering. I just want to put these things out there, trigger something off in you. Okay, now this is the method that I mentioned at the start, and it's aimed at pet owners. I heard this in a podcast interview with Caitlin McCall, who is an Australian pet photographer. She teams up with local charities like an animal rescue, and helps raise money for the charity by making a book. Now, when I tell you the numbers involved here, you won't be too impressed, but hang on, I'll explain, and it really is good. So, her aim is to make a book with up to 50 dog portraits in it. The charity and the photographer use social media to announce the opportunity to get your dog's portrait in a book to help raise money for the charity. And it will cost $100. She said, go under a hundred dollars but this was quite a few years ago when she put this podcast episode out so just say a hundred dollars or 99 dollars if you like so it's going to cost a hundred dollars or 99 dollars if your dog is picked to be in the book now you have the decision to make just because you want to give you some money doesn't mean the dog goes in the book because you could end up with 50 dalmatians or which would be pretty cool actually dalmatians of whatever town you're in but you don't want everything to be yellow labs you don't want the majority to be german shepherds you want a mixture of dogs now if there's an awful lot of people in your area with dogs 
and it's a big area, you could just ask for do a one breed book. It's possible to do that. You can do whatever you like, but to start off, let's just do 50 dogs, try and get them different breeds. Now, if you try this and you only get 30 dogs or less, it still works. Even 20 or 10, whatever, you can still put a book out. Now, we're going to go with 50 dogs for the sake of this. So the $100 fee or the 99, well, go with 100. The $100 fee is split 50-50 between the photographer and the charity. So if they get 50 dogs, you'll take in $5,000. That's 2500 to you, 2500 to the charity. Now, this is where you're thinking $2,500 for 50 photo sessions. It's not, very, it's not really very good. Now, I agree, but Caitlin uses these bookings as a way to offer her services. She asks each person if they would be interested in extending the session so they can get more photos of their dog. And if they say no, she takes a few photos to make sure she has a good shot for the book and is done in five or ten minutes. When they say yes, she extends a session, maybe do two locations, and treats it like a normal shoot. She said that only a small percentage wanted a photo of the dog in the book. That's yeah, That would be all they wanted, just to get the picture of their dog in the book. But the majority wanted to do a bigger shoot, get more pictures, and buy wall art, because she doesn't sell just the digital files. She sells wall art. If she does sell digital files, but they cost a lot of money and you can only buy them off after a certain amount of money spent. Anyway, so now look at what you get from 50 sessions. Let's say that five of those people, five of the 50, only wanted the photo in the book. 45 of them wanted more pictures and wanted to buy some wall art from you of their precious pup. And the average sale of those 45 sessions was $800. Now, she said the average was around $1,200, and that's going back a few years. So I'm going to use $800 US as an average, which is quite low if you're selling prints and frame prints, that kind of thing. That's 45 times 800 equals $36,000, plus the $2,500 you got for the booking fees. So you're going to take in $38,500. So just think about getting 45 regular bookings all at once, not worrying about it week to week to week to week, just getting 45 bookings in the space of, say, two or three weeks. If you actually did three or four sessions a week, it's going to take up around 12 weeks of your time, which is perfect. You really can't lose. The initial $100 fee only gets their dog in the book. If they want a copy of the book, they have to buy one. So there's more money involved. Any extra book sale money could go to the charity or you could still do a split. You could figure out a split, which will give you a nice trickle of income coming in. It also gives the charity a nice trickle of income coming in and it gives them incentive to sell it. Okay, so how do you manage buying books and shipping them out? Well, I've heard quite a few horror stories over the years of photographers getting, say, 100 books or 200 books and only selling 25. You don't want to put yourself in this position. The cost of getting a book printed isn't cheap. Even if you get 200 done, it brings the price down the more you buy, but the risk is incredible. You, you know, if you don't have an audience, you're going to struggle to do this. So what you do is... You need to get in touch with a company like 
blurb. <laughs> B-L-U-R-B, blurb. Now, I'm not saying that blurb are the only option. I've used blurb in the past and the book was absolutely beautiful. There are others out there, but blurb offers a storefront for your book. After uploading your book, the digital files of your photographs and everything that goes with it, you can set a price and you can sell it to the public through their storefront. Yes, you have to pay a small fee to do it, but it is all done for you and the quality is excellent. But wait, there's more. They also link to Amazon and I think they do a link to Barnes & Noble. This is from the Blurb website. Your photo book can reach Amazon's global audience with our one-click setup and seamless integration. So not only do you sell it through Blurb and you put a link there, it goes on the Amazon website and you can sell your book through there. Now, I know your brain is probably going, oh, because <laughs> mine is. <laughs> they never used to do this because Blurb got bought. I, I used them back in 2007, I think, 2006 when they started. And I like them then, but they've been bought out by a huge book publishing company. So it, everything is working very smoothly now. So Blurb is perfect for Caitlin's framework. In fact, Blurb is perfect for Paul's book as well. He can print a few out, a couple of books on his market stall. You don't have to invest too heavily in stock. And everywhere else, they can just buy it online, especially if you can tell people you can buy it on Amazon. It's so simple to do. Now, Blurb offers many options, such as soft covers, hard covers, hard covers with dust covers. They do magazines, trade books, wall art. You can get wall art printed there. And you can do, they do a PDF version of your book that looks beautiful. So if you do a nice book, they'll give you a PDF version for $4.99. And it's, believe it or not, it's actually cheaper in Canada to get it done because it's still $4.99, but in Canadian dollars, so bonus. Sorry about that, US, but you know. Like I said, you go to blurb.com, and if you are outside of the US, you can choose your country in the top right-hand corner of the homepage. It's possible for anyone to sell books, any of you. Years ago, it used to be albums for weddings. I used to sell books. I used to add books to the packages. The last one I did was a lay flat book, and it looked incredible. It was better than any album, any book that I've done. It was just beautiful, really nice. And that, I think, was done with Miller's, Miller's Photographic in the US. But now I've discovered that Blurb do lay flat books as well. So lots of things to think about. So I think I covered everything there. I'm sure there's other ways to make money with books. This It's just, it could be an incredible market. Oh, and this is this was just in the news here in Canada. I've got to say this. This professional photographer from Nova Scotia on the East Coast was in Quebec City taking a picture of a famous hotel whose name just disappeared out of my head. And I think the problem was he was stood over the road and over the road is the U.S. embassy. So he's waiting for the clouds to change so he can take pictures. And the police turned up and told him to move. And he said, I've been here five minutes. It's the public footpath. Why should I move? I'm a professional photographer. I'm waiting for the clouds. And they arrested him, fined him 200 and something dollars. And it turns out that he takes pictures of famous sites. He sells books but he sells jigsaws also. <laughs> so think about jigsaws. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool doing jigsaws. I've thought about it, I've looked into it in the past, but it was very expensive. But 
There must be a way of doing it now. There's, I'm sure there's a company like Blurb that specializes in jigsaws. So get out there. You never know what you can sell. Especially Paul on his market stall doing jigsaws for Christmas of local areas could be a big seller. Anyway, if you need help with anything, you can post on the Facebook group or you can also message me directly on Messenger. If you want an opinion on your website, on your work, or you need help solving a problem, no problem. Get in touch with me through Messenger. Right, I'll be back next week with a hardback book full of waffle. Talk to you soon. Bye.